0: Yo, yo, yo. What's good, people? This is your boy, The Mad One, coming at you with our latest edition of our podcast, The Ballroom. We'll take a look at a variety of sports, from the professionals down through the collegiate levels, as well as some of the local high school talent we have here in Houston and surrounding areas. On tonight's show, the NBA playoffs are getting ready to get kicked off. The Houston Astros are staying hot. We'll talk a little NFL news and I like to share with you guys a special evening on last night with the dome coming event which was the last public look a last look at the Astrodome from the inside from the public before they begin the reconstruction. I like to visit our dumbass of the day and as usual on each and every show we like to close it out with what I like to consider. That's that bullshit. The NBA playoffs are getting started this weekend with the Rockets already secured the number one seed throughout the playoffs. They'll get to face either OKC or San Antonio, depends on these next last week of the game, last week of games. San Antonio or Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City in my opinion, presents a tougher challenge for the Rockets but over the course of a seven game series that's not a team that I think the Rockets cannot defeat. So whether it be San Antonio or OKC I think the Rockets will get past the first round as well as got an opportunity to, to to go ahead to Western Conference Finals. You, you At this point, as well as they are been playing, you kind of expect nothing less than a trip to the Western Conference Finals for the Rockets. The Astros are staying hot. They had a 2-0 win and cold at Minnesota last night. Temperature was down at about 27 when the first pitch. That's cold to play baseball. But Justin Verlander, he stayed hot. Yeah, had shut out over, he uh, 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 struck out nine over seven innings. So the weather obviously didn't bother him. Coming from Detroit, I guess he was more adapted to it. But the Rocket, the Astros, rather, are, are, are they're, they're doing what they need to do. They're they're still hungry. They're still going out. Still playing hard. They cannot rest on what happened last year because last year has nothing to do with tomorrow. So just keep it up, Astro, keep everybody healthy and we'll see how this, this this long season rides out. In NFL news, suspected races and former offensive lineman Richie Cognito announced his retirement. If many of you may not know, Cognito was at the head of the bullying case for Justin Martin. And 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 according to many of his players, he was just not uh, not a nice guy to have in the locker room. Uh, whether or not he was a racist, he is a racist. He said the stress is killing him. Then then it has a lot to do with you by yourself. I don't think that has anything to do with the game. In other NFL news, surprisingly, this this out of nowhere, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. Along with an entrepreneur, Michael Ruffin, uh, Michael Rubin, met Meek Mill in prison in Pennsylvania. Many of you know Meek doing two to four in parole violations, from failing drug tests to going out of town to fighting to just typical knucklehead shit. But on the surface, they believe two to four years for a parole violations is extremely extremely stiff penalty, and Robert Kraft says he's met Meek Mill before, he seems like he's a wonderful young man, and for him to take time to show his support as well as charter his own private plane for the Parkland shooting survivors to get to Washington, D.C., says a lot about his his understanding of, of this generation. And albeit I'm not a Patriots fan, never been a Kraft fan, et cetera, et cetera, for him to take the time, his time, to to visit, me says says a lot about Kraft. So big ups to Kraft for that. On um, yesterday, I got an opportunity to. Visit the dome coming, which was the last public look from the inside of the astrodome before they began renovation as oh, that was open to the public and just the sheer magnitude of the astrodome has not diminished one bit when you walk in the first thing you do, of course, is look up. And 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 it's just amazing the, the the sheer size of this and what was once the home of, of the Astros as well as the Houston Oilers and the Houston Gamblers. A lot of people may be unfamiliar with the the USFL professional football team that was quarterbacked by Hall of Famer Jim Kelly had such greats on their team as Ricky Sanders and Gerald McNeil as well as Charles Davis. It was set up as uh, momentum to the history of the sports teams in the Astrodome. It had some gamblers memorabilia as well as the Astros and the World Series trophies. Many of the ushers had their their World Series rings. But, undoubtedly, the highlight of my evening was getting to meet J.R. Richard. The sheer magnitude of this man is amazing. A huge, huge guy. He shook my hand, and it, 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 uh, it's like shaking a newborn's hand for a grown person. He got extremely pissed. But what struck me more about J.R. was his 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 down to earthness, his humbleness. He took the time. We had a conversation. He he signed autographs for everybody. He he didn't turn anyone away. He wasn't bigger than that. But I actually got a chance to talk to Mr. Richard about Starting a petition to retire his number fifty. Many of you aren't familiar with the greatness of Jr. Please take time and Google it. His numbers are are, are amazing. I also got an opportunity to meet Hall of Famer Elvin Bethea, as well as Mayor Sylvester Turner and Judge Ed Emmett, who I thank both for saving the dome for giving it an opportunity and once the the ink is dry on the declaration from the national historical society it will become a landmark I it it was often quoted as saying when you think of texas there's two buildings that stand out the most alamo and astrodome wonderful, wonderful evening for everyone that got an opportunity to come out and and see the inside of the Astrodome for one last time. The event was from I believe 4 to 7, 5 to 8 5 to 8 and it only gave away an estimated 25,000 tickets. I left at approximately 7.30 with probably 20,000 people still in line. So, good job to everyone. It was a fun time had yeah, by all sharing their memories of the, the Astrodome. You saw more Houston Oilers, Love Your Blue Gear, Astros, various uniforms over the years. It, it was an excellent send-off for the 53rd birthday of, of the 8th wonder of the world. On to our dumbass of the day, Trump's lawyer, Cohen, who gave 130 stacks to his porn star, the feds raided his home and his office. Ironically, Stormy Daniels is also cooperating with the feds. You may be able to fire the head of the FBI, but the snake is still alive. If you don't think these people have connections, then you you, you fit the title of, of this particular segment. Dumbass of the day. You just pray that, that, that it can't get any worse. This, this is absolutely crazy. If they had nothing to hide, if the FBI and... and wasn't looking for anything there's no way they're going to raid your home and your office obviously they're looking for something and when they find it and it's exposed you got a whole lot more problems on your hands than you think dude consider leaving right now and get ahead of the game before them folks come get your ass but that's what y'all do and finally on tonight's show in with our episode of of that's that bullshit and you'll understand what I mean once you hear recently on Wheel of Fortune a contestant lost $7,100 for mispronouncing the answer to the puzzle as "Flamingo dancing instead he said, Flamingo Dance Lessons, which the puzzle was actually F-L-A-M-I-N-C-O, which derived from a Spanish traditional dance, and passe jack, and the guy was standing there looking at it just like, what the fuck just happened? Ironically, the prize for that particular puzzle was a trip to Spain. But everything wasn't too bad for the guy because he still took on over $19,000 with the final answer to the puzzle, what just happened. And Pat Sajak asked the guy, is he still, man? (laughs) Are we friends again? And the guy was like, I'm not so sure about that. But that's, folks, that's that bullshit. And I'm proud to tell you guys, I'm very excited about our first edition of The Boys' Room. It's going to be kicked off April 22nd out at Tom Bass Park on the Pavilion Number no. 3 from 12 to 7. We're finally going to get an opportunity to get all the fellas together and top it up and bring you guys some real shit from the boys' perspective. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting time. As we wish one of my good friends, Brian, a happy 50th birthday. We've got to get an opportunity to come on out and check us out. Once again, I appreciate your time. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you were entertained. Until we talk again, stay prayed up. People love and peace.